friends thank you for listening to the soul kitchen welcome to episode 11 which is the last episode of this uh, season and the idea of this episode is that i will summarize my insights of the first 10 episodes so for each episode i will share what i've learned from this person what my key insight was and i will also offer you life coaching questions or inquiry questions that you can use for your own life to live a happy and healthy life and to become the best version of yourself. So for each episode, I will offer my insight and I will also offer a question that you can uh, reflect on. I'm in uh, Gothenburg at the moment in, uh, in Sweden. This weekend I sat with, um, with ayahuasca, with Brazilian shamans from the Huni Kuin tribe from the Brazilian Peruvian Amazon. It was the fourth time that I was sitting with uh, ayahuasca. I've done it twice in um, the Netherlands, one time in Colombia, now for the first time with uh, Brazilian shamans in, uh, in Sweden. I explored uh, my relationship to myself. In the past, I, I explored relationship to parents, to family, to, to friends, to partners. But this time I was focused on uh, on myself, and uh, one of the things that I, uh, I I I saw is that I spent so much time on digital connectivity, and um, yeah, that that's quite a distraction that many people have nowadays. So one of my intention is to limit this digital connectivity a bit in the in the future, and try to be even more present in the physical reality. So let's go to the inside. So episode one was with the Swedish sound alchemist Dorothea Barth Jurgensen on non-duality, sound and breath. Quite a philosophical episode. And the insight that I got is that non-duality is the interconnectedness of everything, which is dependent upon the non-dual, one transcendent reality. It means something like unconditional love for and unconditional acceptance of everything so there's no good or bad no uh, no light or dark no human or holy people everything is connected and everything can be there and in the non-dual thinking they also say that happiness comes from self-knowledge and self-awareness it says that basically we are happiness and when we're not happy or when we're suffering, it's often because we're chasing uh, material value, uh, relationships, experiences, things that are outside ourselves. But in, in our essence, we are already happy. And the more we're self-aware, the more we can access this, uh, this happiness. So this is also related to the 
the insight that I got during the ceremony that whenever I'm digitally connected on WhatsApp or on LinkedIn or an email, I'm getting outside myself and it can be a distraction from just being and, uh, and just being happy. And non-dual thinking also says that the more self-aware uh, we become and the more self-knowledge we have, the more compassionate we also are for other peoples and other cultures and other societies. So this forms the basis for a peaceful society. So a question, an inquiry question that you can ask yourself, in which areas of your life are you separated from yourself or from others? In which areas of your life are you separated from yourself or from others? That's a question that you can uh, think about because in the non-duality, everything is connected and there's no separation. So you might wanna, wanna assess this uh, question. Then the second episode was with the American film director, Tucker Walsh on transformational journeys and communities. I found this episode truly inspiring. He researched uh, a lot of transformation communities worldwide and um, yeah, created a map of these communities. And the insight that I got from him he was a very successful film director in LA. And at some point he had a depression, even had suicidal thoughts, and he made a big transformation. And the things that helped him uh, were living in community, connecting with nature, silence meditation, grief work, vision quests, and psychedelic experiences. So these tools can all be very important for personal transformation. So an um, inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, to what extent have you done inner work in order to transform towards the best version of yourself? And if you feel that you haven't done enough inner work, maybe you find some inspiration in the suggestions and the recommendations from, uh, from Tucker. Then episode three with the Mexican tour guide, Tony Bomboni on psychedelics, hitchhiking and entrepreneurship. So the insight that I got from him is that hitchhiking on a shoestring budget through foreign countries teaches you to trust life and prepares you for entrepreneurial challenges. He hitchhiked from Colombia to Ecuador with $120 in his pocket. And he taught me that when you smile, when you're prepared, when you're willing to listen, when you dress well, you can easily hitchhike. And if you really trust the process, you can get, you can get far. And this can really prepare you for entrepreneurship because entrepreneurship is also about uh, working with limited budgets, working with uncertainty and dealing with the, um, the unknown. So an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, what type of adventures are you dreaming of and what is holding you back? Do you want to go on a world trip? Do you want to create a foundation to positively impact millions of people? Do you want to organize a surprise dinner for your grandparents? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to raise a family? I don't know, like what type of adventures are you dreaming of and um, yeah, what's holding you back? So episode four was with Ana Cascales from Spain, 
on living according to the surrender experiment. The surrender experiment is a book written by entrepreneur and spiritual teacher, Michael Singer. And it is about the process of surrendering to life. And the insight that I got from this episode is when you stop wanting to control, when you start trusting and surrendering to life while letting go of your ego, magic will happen. Anna moved to Costa Rica, where she founded the Love Lab, which is a lab for unconditional love, where people can come to, to experiment with, with love and relationships and tantra. And an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, do you want to control life or do you surrender to life and why? It might give you some insights on, on in which areas of your life you're controlling maybe too much, where you can let go of trust and enjoy the process. Then episode five was with George Lafine on everything Enneagram. George is an American Enneagram teacher, graduated from Princeton. He was a professional piano player and he became very fanatic about the Enneagram, which is a personality typing system. So the insight that I got was be aware of your Enneagram type, your level of development and what deep-seated fears drive your behavior. Within each Enneagram type, there's nine levels of development and each type has different fears that are important for your behavior. For instance, for me, I'm an Enneagram seven and my fear is to be trapped. So it's difficult for me to commit to a partner or to stay in a country for a long time or to have the same job for a long time because my fear is to be trapped. And yeah, since I'm aware of that behavior, I can sometimes relax even when there's certain structure and, um, and and commit maybe for a longer time because I'm aware of that fear. So an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, what is your Enneagram type and at what level of development are you operating? That's something that uh, um, you might want to ask your uh, yourself. Then, Episode number six with Adam Molyneux-Berry on consciousness and well-being. Adam is an Egyptian social entrepreneur who was um, awarded an Ashoka Fellowship for his work during the Arab Spring. And the insight that I got from him is development of, development of consciousness is related to an increase of personal and community well-being. So when people raise their consciousness, they're also more aware of their well-being and live a more healthy and, and happy life. So an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, what role do consciousness and well-being play in your life and how can you further improve these elements? Then episode number seven with Carlijn Nelissen on personal leadership and purpose. She's a Dutch entrepreneur living a simple life in, um, in Portugal. And she's on the mission to, to help people redefine success. And the insight that I got from this episode is we should redefine the definition of success from a focus on being busy and making money 
towards being happy and contributing to the planet and humanity. And an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, what is your definition of success? And to what extent are you successful according to your own definition? Is your definition of success to make a lot of money? Is it to have a lot of impact on the world? Is it to make your family and friends happy? How do you define success? Episode number eight with Harry Firma on creating innately fulfilling ways of life and the fires of early entrepreneurship. He founded a company called Innate Experiences and they organized one month themed co-livings. And the insight that I got from him is that ancient practices such as breathwork, meditation, and psychedelics and living in nature can lead to creating innately fulfilling ways of life. He says that if you practice one of these practices each day, even if it's for one hour, it can help you to create a fulfilling life. So an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, which ancient practices are you applying to your own life? Then episode nine with Julia Karnas and Vlad Bakaliar of the NGO One Ukraine, a mental health project for Ukrainians. So together with the world-renowned therapist, Esther Perel, they're on a mission to heal 2 million Ukrainian people. And an insight that I got from this episode is that mental health is still a taboo in Ukraine, while mental health support and awareness is highly needed during and after the war in Ukraine. So they're helping the country to raise awareness on mental health issues. This is highly relevant, especially in the time of war, which is obviously a stressful time for the people in Ukraine. So an inquiry question that you might want to ask yourself is, how can you contribute your skills, your network, and your financial resources to the NGO One Ukraine? Then episode number 10, in which I share my insights from Mind Valley University in Tallinn. Mind Valley is the world's leading platform for personal development. And I spent three weeks in Estonia to learn from the wisdom of top teachers. And the key insight is that optimal health and fitness form the foundation of happiness and performance. I mean, you can work on your career, on your finances, on your relationships, but if your health and fitness are not strong, then you lack the foundation for happiness and performance. So the inquiry question that you can ask yourself is, how satisfied are you about your health and fitness? And what is the one habit that you would like to change? So my friends, this was the end of the first season. I hope you found this summary uh, inspiring and useful, insightful, and you can use these life coaching questions to, uh, yeah, to live your quest, to live a happy and healthy life. And in the next season, we will have some amazing guests. One of them is Natalie Adele. We'll talk about Kundalini and embodiment. I will talk with Candice Allen, who lost her entire family in a car accident. And she shares how she recovered from trauma. I will talk with Arjan Drasshuis the World Championship Birdwatch. 
the world champion in bird watching. I will talk with Elia Gurguris, the president of the Happiness Center, and many, many more inspiring guests. So I hope to see you soon back. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. See you soon. Thank you.